What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Entertainment Rebooted, our review of the live-action One Piece that is on Netflix. My name is Sava. I'm back yet again with my good friend Trey. How you doing, Trey? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. You know, it's going to be a great time. You know, if you haven't listened to the previous two episodes or watched the previous two episodes, I highly suggest you go do that because uh, the start of this episode, we're going to talk about the general thoughts of the episode just what went on with the Straw Hat crew and, you know, where the episode went. Did we like it? Did we not like it? And then we're going to immediately hop into spoilers. So just letting you guys know, I will say when we're getting to spoilers, but just giving you that little heads up just so you know what you're getting into. But first, let's start off with the episode as a whole. Okay. What did you think of the episode? Was it more of a more of a character bonding moment or character development? Or was it like kind of a mix of character development and some story development Ooh, that's a good question so i think it was a good mix of character development and story wise okay um i haven't had an episode where i haven't liked it honestly and i think i feel like especially for nami in this episode this episode was a, a changer for her and just how she sees people and how she sees like the crew and um the uh, person, special person in this episode right i don't know if i should say her name yet well, i mean we could, we could say her name because it was kind of hinted uh, that she is going to be... This yeah. is not a spoiler. Yeah. Uh, Kaya is in the episode, and yep. Usopp is in the episode. For sure. You know, we're not getting into spoilers just yet, but yes, the episode does involve them, and it does get interesting. Yeah. Uh, I do agree. It was a very... <clears throat> excuse me. Very good development of just the Straw Hat crew in general, especially Nami, mm -hmm. uh, especially uh, the dialogue that she has throughout the episode. We kind of see, like... She's a bit more fleshed out, and you can kind of see like that soft side of her at a certain point, and you're like, yeah. okay, you know, she's not so bad. Yeah, she's she not. She seems so closed off. Exactly, and yeah. there are reasons that she will. Yeah, she does uh, have her reasons. I'm sure her backstory will explain that too, but there has to be an explanation. Exactly. There, <laughs> there, there is an explanation, and we are going to get into that uh, quite possibly because that's going to lead us into the next episode, yeah. like episode four. It's oh, gonna, yeah. it's gonna. Because episode three, no spoilers just yet, ended on a cliffhanger. Yeah, I could tell there's going to be episode so, four. So, like yeah, that. episode four is going to wrap up this entire, you know, beginning of episode. Think of it as, like, the two-part series of the Usopp and Kaya episode is split up into two parts, episode three and episode four. Yeah. Obviously, it's not just revolving around them. They just happen to be, like, the new kids on the block that were introduced. Great episode, a lot of development, especially uh, in some of the scenes that we're going to get into. But without spoiling anything, great episode. I don't have any major complaints for the non-spoiler section. I have some complaints for this episode, <laughs> but not in the in the style of uh, where they're taking, like the direction of the episode of the series. No major complaints, but I don't think I have anything else before I get into spoilers. You ready for some spoilers? Um, I do want to add, Kobe does. Oh yes. Kobe does come out in this one, and I'm glad to see. I know we talked about it last time where mm -hmm. we said Kobe and um Garp. Yes. Isn't it Garp. Yep. Kobe and Garp are supposed to have like more screen time together. I'm not spoiling anything that they did, but they do show up in this episode, and I'm glad they did because. I mean, in the last episode, they got a little bit of screen time, but in this one, it feels more personalized. There was more one-on-one, -on -one, like, yeah. what are you trying to do? For like, sure. what's your what's your goal of being a Marine? And Garb doesn't even seem like a bad guy. He's just... Well, he's not a bad guy through the eyes of a Marine. Yeah, that's true. If you look through that's the eyes true. of a pirate, you know, it's like... Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> but, yeah, he, his character is pretty cool, so... Yeah. But, yeah, I think that's 
all we can say without talking major spoilers nah. for the episode. So let's just jump into it. Here we go with the spoilers. I'm just going to say... You have been warned. The intro for the ship, when they get to the shipyard on the island, yeah. was relatively new. Mm-hmm. They did not go to a shipyard or anything like that in the anime. That's interesting. And I was like, all right, you know, you know, like I said, creative liberties being taken in this series, which is totally fine. Yeah. I like how they're changing, you know, the set pieces and how they introduce characters and whatnot. So but, was Usopp a, um, uh, what, how, like a poop decker or? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, is the title Usopp the, a, a, um, like a shipbuilder or works in the shipyard? Yeah, it works no. in the shipyard. No? No. So that whole concept is just kind of uh, made up for this live action then yes well Usopp even in the live action he kind of like when they asked him hey can we get this ship what can, what, can we buy a ship he's just like uh no <laughs> yes because no his whole it. if it wasn't apparent in the introduction of Usopp when he's running around as a kid uh, screaming the pirates are coming the pirates are coming yeah. and everyone took him seriously and then you see him present day no, yeah. and he's still saying the same thing the pirates are coming and everyone was just like will you be quiet and the pirates are not coming so he is made out to be the village to put it nicely the village clown yeah shout outs to my boy buggy but no uh <laughs> nobody takes him seriously so he could literally say anything and the uh, village will not take him seriously I mean, thus why later on the episode there's something important that happens when he starts screaming again uh, the pirates are coming but he is seen as like he he lies. He yeah. is nothing but a book full of lies. And that goes with his stories with Kaya. I mean, I don't. Mm. She seems like such a nice person. I don't know if she fully believes him, but I I think it's like half and half. She kind of believes. She enjoys his company. She she, she definitely did. enjoys his company. Yeah. I don't know if she takes the stories at face value that he's no. telling us, and it just immediately is like, yes, these stories are real. I love these stories. I think it's kind of a mix because. Kaya is one of the main characters in this episode. It's our connection to how the Straw Hat crew uh, find their next villain. It's just another person who just flushes out the story of One Piece. Uh, Kaya is sick. Uh, she's not terminally ill, but she's constantly sick. She's always under the weather. So Usopp in the anime would constantly sneak into the mansion, yeah. go to her window, and just sit there and tell stories for hours and hours and hours. Yeah. So the con- so the dynamic between Usopp and Kaya of just like him telling the stories, her laughing, her smiling, and all that, and that relationship is even better here than the anime, dare I say. Because it's clear that to me... At least my prediction. They're trying to put these two together. Yeah, there Most is definitely. some relation or like some romantic uh, tension right there. There definitely is, especially when both Nami and Zoro ask the question, like, uh, "Are you two dating?" <laughs> and they're like, "No, no, no, we're just friends. We're just friends." They're like awkward but... immediately, just like I know it's like you have Nami and Kaya in one room talking, and she's like, "No, we're just friends." And even Usopp's just like shaking his head, like, "Uh, yeah. I mean, we're just friends. Could it be more?" I and don't then know. he just like, starts to question it. So he I think starts questioning there's all. definitely gonna be something, and I wanna. Uh, speculate later when we're talking about something else mm-hmm. um, towards the end of the episode to the shipyard i think i got kind of got goosebumps because i knew that there was going to be their ship just because of the lamb head on it right but um yeah so was... my only my my biggest gripe and it's going to sound crazy it's going to sound silly is okay. that i mean you've i know you haven't watched it but you've seen what the the ship looks like yeah. in the anime yeah with the the uh it's called like mary is the ship 
Oh, okay. And like you know, like how every ship has like you know the figurehead at the front, and you you know you know what that looks like. Anyway, yeah. It completely looks so weird in the live action. Dang. I was fully expecting them to be like, let's just go full, like just rip it straight from the anime, cartoony looking, like make it realistic looking. Excuse yeah. me. But just like embrace that is just like the the land with the smile and the horns and that everything. And then I look and I'm like. It just doesn't feel the same. Do you feel like it could be better in a way? Uh, I just like the look of the ship in the anime. Okay. So when I saw that, I I mean, I kind of expected it to not look like the anime ship, which is fair. Yeah. But it was just, I was kind of holding out a little bit. Just be like, come on, just just as a joke, just make it anime-esque. Like, just rip it straight from the anime and make it look real. Yeah, know? I feel like in the anime it had a lot more colors. Uh, like, granted, the whole series did have a lot more colors. Yeah. Um, and live action seems like more real and more um, grim and uh, color palette. I can kind of agree. We didn't even see the whole ship, but we are talking about the um, headpiece, the lamb, the headpiece. But uh, I mean, it's hard though. It is hard. And that's why I'm not holding it too much. Again, this was like a personal complaint for myself, you know, because I just wanted to throw throw it out there. Yeah. Because it was just like, okay, come on, fingers crossed, you know, please, please. Okay. All right. I get it. But. Come on, you know, just one, just rip something straight there, you know, yeah. in terms of looks. Uh, but you mentioned the color palette. I kind of see what you're saying, mm-hmm. that it is, like, you know, the, the more we go into the series here, the more that I'm getting accustomed to, like, you know, you know, the colors, the lighting, the set pieces, yeah. uh, the framing of every shot. I kind of agree, but at the same time, I think it fits, because when you look at Luffy, Zoro, Nami... They are colorful, full of energy, full of life. That's true. And then, or even Usopp for that matter, yeah. because he's going to be joining the crew. We already know this. Yeah. They're they're colorful, full of life and energy. And then everyone else around them who is either not joining the crew, their enemy, or just in general, is kind of dulled out. And I think that might have been a intentional direction, like an art direction. Because you it, mean like side characters or characters that very introduced? Because in anime, when side characters are like. Um, in the same scene with main characters, the main characters seem to have like some more colorful like hair or clothes where they have just general like uh, brown or black yeah, hair. Yeah, you're right. Like Let that. me rephrase. Not side characters. I mean like the background characters, like the the like townspeople, yeah, the okay. characters that are just like the run of the mill, like they're just there to fill the scene, you know, those kind of characters. Yeah. Or even like some of the buildings that they're not really involved in. Because example being later on in this episode when they go into the mansion and Kaya says, come over for dinner come in for dinner, you know, we'll have dinner, you can dress up, it'll be a great time. Yeah. And we're in the closet, we're in Kaya, I think it's Kaya's closet, or just like oh, the, yeah. the giant, could you imagine having a closet that's like that? Like, too many clothes, that man. Too many clothes. <laughs> that's a huge, that's another room itself. It's not even a walk-in closet at that point. That is just like, hey, we're gonna have like, if you took like this entire studio room and multiplied it by on two. On the ceiling, I don't, yes. Yes, I'm, I'm like, what the, what? No, nah. no. Girl, that is too many clothes. Yeah, it's way too many clothes. But, I mean, most of them weren't the, um, hers, though. They're not fully hers. I know in the yeah, one scene where Nami came her parents. out. Yep. I want to go like to the, like briefly the introduction of Kaya. Uh, it was a little bit different uh, versus the anime. In the okay. anime, it was just like, you know, we get introduced to Kaya via uh, Usopp going to the window and telling the stories. Okay. And then we, we later run into Usopp in the anime uh, when they land on the island. He pretends to be, I am captain of the Usopp Pirates, 
and he has a thing set up where it's like it's just a bunch of sticks with the flags and they all pop up behind the bushes so it, it <laughs> looks like there was a bunch of crew members uh, under him okay uh, uh and then that fall and then they see through his charade yeah. and they're like hey we need a ship and just kind of introduces them to kaya so there was a little bit of a difference there but with Usa, I feel like he's an interesting character because even though he is a liar on the like on the outside where people see, mm-hmm. I think with his creativeness with like where he put the sticks, if they're gonna implement that in the live action, I feel like that would be very useful to um, Luffy's crew. He does think on his feet, and that whole scene that I described that was from the anime. I would be surprised if they throw it in there because. I thought they would have threw it in there when they go to introduce who Usopp is. Yeah. Uh, but if we don't see it, you know, it's not the end of the world. Again, they are taking a lot of liberties and just cutting out some stuff that's like, is it needed? No. But would it be cool if it was in there? Yes. And they just figure it out from there. I'm glad that they um, didn't cram everything into this one episode, though. Yes, I am very happy they decided to split this into two episodes. Yeah, when it got towards the end, um, I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be another episode because there's just too much going on for it not to be another episode. And there was like, like you said, there was cliffhangers um, at the end. So before we get to the end of the episode, I do want to say when Kaya was like, hey, let's go to dinner, you know, come inside, dress. Did you catch to see what Zoro was saying to uh, the butler? About the butler, like, do I think I, I know you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I caught that. Um, you, you caught that, and then... He gave him a look when they first met him, when he brought Kaya out. Uh, when they walked past him, I know Zoro looked back and was like, I think I know him, just in his head, yeah. just from off his glance. I, yeah, I peeped It's like that. the gears returning in his head. He's just like, I think I know you. Yeah. I'm glad that he's on the team to be able to peep that out. He didn't say anything. Because he wasn't 100% sure. So his whole character, I felt, was not only, like, taken from the anime, but, like, they kind of added a little more depth to him, in a sense. His name was Clawdor, and his whole story is that he was taken in by Kaya's parents. Yeah. Basically has lived at the mansion for quite a few amount of years. Uh, How many years? I kind of forget, but it's been... I think it was three. It was three years? Yeah, he got saved. It's been a few years. Yeah. So... And then when Kai's parents passed away, he became the quote-unquote like guardian or caretaker of Yeah, because she's underage. I believe. She's turning 18. Yeah, that's right. Her yeah. birth, when they were eating dinner, yes. You are right. She does turn 18 uh, at the dinner scene where Kaya's like, oh, what do you guys do? You know, how are you? Uh, Usopp's <laughs> friends. And Zoro, Nami, and Usopp are just like, hey, you know, play cool, play cool. You know, we'll, we'll be all right. And here's Luffy just like jumps up on the table. He's like... I'm going to be king of the pirates and we're the straw hats. And you're yeah. just like face palm. You're just like, Luffy. no, I literally oh. face palmed and like real life. I, I, I was I like, did. no I way, did. Luffy. I certainly did as well. I was like, Luffy, just no, just why? I'm and expecting that to happen more often in this series. Where oh, Luffy just, just, like I've said, Luffy mar- marches to the beat of his own drum. Yeah. He does not care what anyone else thinks. He'll Rules and it. regulations are not a thing for this. <laughs> exactly. The whole we're not a crew kind of thing is like becoming less and less and less prevalent oh, yeah. throughout the series. Mm-hmm. Again, uh, more prevalent in the the scene where they're in the closet, they're getting dressed. Yeah, you know, Nami's like, "Hey, Luffy, what do you think of this?" And Luffy's just like, "You're still Nami." Yeah, and he and Nami's just like constantly just like, "Okay, fine, I'm gonna change, I'm gonna change," and just kept, keeps going through dresses. Zoro panders in, and he's just like, 
I'm gonna, I need something black. <laughs> I, I'm gonna wear black. And just the whole little discussion there, yeah. I think, was the start of them fleshing out not only Nami, but just like making them, the rest of the crew, more human. Yeah. Um, you can it, see the dynamic too. Sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. But um, Nami just seems, when I was talking about her being cold, it could kind of like give her less of a, a personality. But I want to say, as we move forward, she is definitely growing into my liking. Um, and I like that being seen specifically because when she does come out, she comes out in this fancy dress that you, I honestly didn't expect her to wear. I knew she was going to wear something a little bit fancy just oh, from no, the yeah. examples, but. Um, I definitely didn't expect that one as nah, well. I, thought I agree with Kaya. It did else. look good on her mm -hmm. with the red hair and the red dress. I think Kaya even was like, oh, yeah, that was my mother's dress. And yep, yep. Nami yep. was just like, oh, I'm so sorry. And she's like, no, it's fine. She would have said that you look great in it. And I'm yeah. like. Again, making Kaya making Nami more humanized. Do no, they show but, Kaya's parents in the anime? Yes and no. They show them very briefly when uh, Claudor is at the front gates of the mansion. Okay. And he's just like beat up from being on the streets, and oh. and he's and the, the Kaya's parents, I think specifically her father in the anime was like, "Oh, bring him in. We'll take care of him." And like in the uh, in the live action, Kai just says they died out at sea. In the anime, it was like the same thing. It was like a a still image they of like a ship. It was like a still image of a ship like being burned or something. Okay. Uh, but yes, they did die, um, and that's how Claudor came into the picture of being the caretaker because no parents, someone's got to be there. Until we get to the scene where it's like, you know, yeah, where stuff goes down. Stuff is going down, yeah. and, but it was like before the before that scene. It was like Zora. I, I wrote in my notes. It's like Zora. I need a drink in this place. Is a maze. Luffy's like, all right, I'll come with you, and we'll get some drinks. And what's Nami doing? Steals stuff. Yeah. And she ends up running into Kaya. Mm -hmm. You know, wanders into her room, and she's like, oh, I thought this was the bathroom. And Kaya's like, with the pillowcase. Yeah. You she's got not lost. Stupid. <laughs> no. I think, and that there was making me think, like you said earlier, with Usopp and the stories that. She doesn't believe the stories are real, but she likes hearing them. Yeah. Unless I'm completely wrong come the next episode, but I, I, I that's my right. prediction. I, I agree with that. She just seems, she's she's not stupid at all. And Absolutely despite right. what Nami thinks about rich people just having this um, personality where they just don't care about anything, anybody else or anything else. Uh, and that scene specifically, I like this scene because there's a one-on-one -on -one girl talk with Nami and Kaya. It shows like the little bit of, like you said, the sensitivity, the soft side. Mm -hmm. And yeah, Kai is just, she's not stupid. So I, I'm glad that they show her intellectual parts of her brain. And, no, yeah. yeah. She's very sharp. She's very quick on the on the draw. You mentioned uh, that she wasn't stupid. She most certainly is not. Mm -mm. But she definitely picked up on the fact that uh, Nami has a disdain towards, you know, people who are well off. And Nami even, I think she said, you know, big house, big mansion. You have all this wealth. Why do you care? You know, yeah. what, like what's what's your story? And I think Kaya said something along the lines of, "I would rather share." Yeah, and, she said know, she's gonna give it to charity, and then Nami's like, "Charity?" Like she's saying that Nami is charity, but she was talking about just sharing it with everybody. Yeah. She's like, "I don't want your pity," and it's like, "I don't give you pity." Yeah, it's just like I just want to help people, or yeah. just like you know, share the wealth or share what would be you know, a decent life, I yeah. guess. And again, speaks volumes to Kaya's personality in the say, series yeah. as a whole. 
uh, definitely fleshed out Nami a bit more and made Nami kind of sit there as just like starting like the gears I think are starting to turn for her of like okay maybe not all these people are bad maybe you know maybe not all pirates are bad like Luffy is saying mm-hmm. I, I think that was a stretch right now she's but. definitely running into people because it seems like in her past for sure that there was bad people that did bad things to people around her and her herself and she's coming out of her show because there's just naturally good people around her like Luffy's just naturally good he's been taught by Shanks which he probably went through some stuff just to get where he is now and uh Kaya she seems like she's just good to be around uh she has that positive energy around her even though she is a little sickly it's just that her pure heart like goes over all that sickness and stuff so I'm, agreed I'm glad that it's rubbing off on Nami before we get you know go further on to like future episodes i want to wrap up you know some of the stuff that went on in this episode episode three and that was you know the usopp and kaya story uh it's a little bit different but the meaning and the reasoning are there as to their relationship if anything it's deeper Mm -hmm. than what the anime proposed uh the anime kind of hinted later on in like you know before the time skip that like maybe they will be romantically involved but you know it doesn't say for sure versus this it's like no they are straight up like lovey-dovey for each other um the whole scene where uh the conversations are happening between nami and kai and then usopp zoro and luffy in the kitchen uh i like how again slight character development and just like us like getting a glimpse as to like how these characters act in general yeah uh what was it zoro was saying uh no not zoro excuse me uh, Usopp was like, I'm going to be like my dad, Yasop the Great. And yeah, Luffy's like, oh, Yasop? Oh, I know him. And he's like, what? You like, know my dad. You know my dad? <laughs> yeah. Where is he? Oh, he was with uh, Shanks and the and the red-haired pirates. What? So you, like, hung out with him? So like you li- hung out with him? Yeah. And here's Usopp just like, wow. Wow. I haven't seen my dad in, like, I don't know how many years. But, and it's, I think, do you think he was jealous in a way? I don't think so. I mean... Cause it seemed like he misses his dad. Talking about pirates are coming back um, every so often, and I think that was because of his dad was a pirate. It most certainly. So, both in the anime and the live action, we get a scene where Usopp is in front of his mom. She's in the bed. Oh, you know, she's bedridden yeah. and she dies. And Usopp is just like, "Dad's coming back. He's gonna come back with the pirates." You know, and that's I think his coping mechanism because yeah. he misses dad yeah. and he misses mom now. So he's constantly going to keep saying the pirates are coming in just some hope of a, you know, keeping the town lively because it's boring. It seems like, yeah. and B he wants, you know, he's hoping that, you know, Yasop the great, his dad comes back and yeah. we know that so far he has not. No, but, um, it, yeah. Usopp just being like, wait, you know, my dad, Oh, that's kind of cool. That's great. And then amidst all of that, here's Zoro just like, you got any wine in here? He's like, oh, yeah, there's a wine cellar downstairs. And he's like, you could have told me that sooner. Yeah, because he's looking all around for that. He's just like, throughout the entire time, he's just like looking around. He's like, no wine, no wine. That's water, no wine. Is he and like then a... they go down to the cellar and Luffy's just like, I'm going to stuff my face. Well, whatever food is on the stove. Yeah. Um but I do have a speculation. Do you want me to save it for? Um, you want me to save it for later because it had to. It has to go with that scene, in a way. With the with Luffy eating the stuff. No, or? it has to do with Kaya. 
You know what? You can just go ahead and say it now. Okay. So I speculate that the um, well, if you watch the whole episode, you know that the um, but I keep forgetting his name, Claudor. Claudor yeah, you could tell Claudor isn't a hundred percent has good intentions. No, absolutely. Not. So I'm thinking that he he's poisoning her. That's what's making her sick. All right. It's a, this is, that's, a, that's a valid prediction. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you if you're right or wrong, but okay. it makes sense. And your prediction could be right, considering the fact of what happens in the wine cellar mm-hmm. uh, when Zoro oh, yeah, yeah. and uh, Usopp go down there. They find Mary, yeah. who was... Uh, at the dinner party before. At the dinner party, and he's in charge of like the financials and all that. And he was having a discussion with Claudor previously yeah. in the wine cellar. Yeah. And you know he gets murdered, yeah. it seems like. And U- poor old Usopp, you know, finds the body and he's freaking out. Yeah. And then we're introduced to Claudor and his henchmen, yep. like officially. Uh, and it turns out his name is not Claudor. No. His name is Kuro, Kuro of the, what was it? It was Claudor, Captain of the Black Cat Pirates. Yeah. And it was like, oh, great. Here we go. You know, another pirate. You know, we, we just can't escape from the pirates, the wanted pirates. You know, he's not a pirate. For the reasons that you would think, or he's not a butler for the reasons that you think. Mm-hmm. So when I mentioned that you know he showed up at the gates of the mansion and his parents took him in, he faked his death and escaped from the Marines. Yes, he escaped from Captain Morgan, who we've just you know dealt with. Yeah, which was the the Marine that was you know with the giant axe and was just like you know corrupt. He escapes from him by faking his death. And basically abandons the crew, washes up on the island, and gets into the mansion. Hmm. So he bides his time, and it just so happens that, you know, Kaya's parents do pass away. He And by the way, he had no hand in their passing, as far as I recall. Okay. So it just so happened to work out for him. I was like, kind of suspicious on that, too. It, it is kind of suspicious, but I will say, as far as the anime goes, unless there was a tie and I just completely missed it. Uh, he had no hand in Kaya's parents' death. Okay. But after they did pass away, he's like, okay, I only have X amount of time before she turns 18, and she'll inherit the money and the mansion, everything. Just yeah. like basically last will and testament. So his goal is to, you know, he kills he kills Mary, the other butler that we see in the wine cellar, yeah. and his intentions are to eliminate Kaya and get the inheritance and the money and everything for himself because he was tired of being a pirate and this was you know what i recall from the anime his story was he hated being chased by the marines every single day so that's why he faked his death and it just so happened he washes up there and makes the situation just work out yeah but zoro decides okay forget your backstory i don't care yeah squares up and Gets knocked out. Just no, just yeah, kind of loses. Yeah. Just, well, I think it was kind of cheap that you know, the it henchman just cheap. hit him over the head with the bottle for sure. While Usopp, you know, in typical Usopp fashion, just runs away. Yeah. Um. See, I told you he's an escape artist. No, no, yeah. He just, <laughs> he did the first moment of danger. He's just like, "What's my way out of here? How do I get out of here?" Oh, I, window. I do not blame him. I don't blame him per se, but uh, especially considering Kuro and. You know, his abilities, which I meant to ask, you know, his whole, you know, teleporting thing. Do you think he has? I just thought he has super speed or something. But it seems like teleporting the way he's just going from one place to another. Um, 
with his powers, I wasn't. I was more surprised with the um, like the knives coming out of his fingertips or something. I would then less the uh, speed. So you are you were right in saying that you know it's just you know super speed. Yeah, that is just like something that he is very good at. His footwork is what he prides himself on. Gotcha. And the swords that are from his hands, it's like gloves. It's like cat gloves, and it's just like really long, oh. like just like really long sword blades on the gloves. Yeah. So. I thought he was like Wolverine for a little bit. Kind of Wolverine with it, but like, kind of not. I don't know. It's hard to say. When he did. You know, be like, I am, you know, Kuro the pirate, and he puts those on, and he starts, like, you know, standing there menacingly. I was like, oh, please, please do your your signature move from the anime that that happens. And he didn't, not yet. Okay. But them showing off his speed and just how quickly he got rid of Mary and almost got rid of Zoro himself. Yeah. Got me a little goosebumps, you know. Mm. I was like, "All right, you know, maybe we'll get a fight in the next episode." Oh yeah. Um, I'm hoping. So basically, Zoro gets defeated, and Usopp escapes, and he's like, "Forget about Usopp. No one's gonna believe him." You know, he could tell, and he could say anything. He could say, "I'm a murderer," and nobody will believe him. Yeah. Which is not far off from the truth. Mm-mm. Uh, as we see, you know, bef- you know, we see Usopp running through the town screaming, "They're pirates! There's pirates here! The pirates are coming!" Nobody's listening to him. Meanwhile, you know, Luffy is eating. Yeah. Zoro and Mary are being thrown down a well. Yeah. Leave no trace. And Nami, as far as we know, just finished her conversation with Kaya and is yeah. somewhere in the mansion. Yeah. So everyone's kind of split up. We're kind of left here wondering what's going to happen next. And you know, as Usopp's running through the town, saying the pirates are coming, the pirates are coming, and he's losing his mind. He's crying. He's upset because he's like, nobody will believe me when I'm finally telling the truth. Yeah. And lo and behold, who's standing in front of him? Kobe. Kobe. My, <laughs> my man, Kobe. And he's like, I believe you. And then just cuts, cuts the black. Like, oh, why? We wanted more, man. We wanted more. I wanted some more. I wanted some more Kobe action. Yeah. I think uh, the episodes are long enough, though. I'm glad that they chose, like, not too long, like an hour every episode. I think it was, like, 40, 48 minutes, something like that. It's, like, 45 to 48 minutes, somewhere around there. Yeah. Fun. It's, like, it's like an hour long. Yeah. I, I equate it to an hour long. Yeah, that's, that's true. It, it's... It's near an hour But that anyway. was the big cliffhanger. Like, you know, the the crew is dispatched and split up. Mm-hmm. Usopp is, like, trying to get town aware of that, you know, what's going on. Nobody believes him. Kobe shows up. Yeah. And speaking of Kobe, there was a scene that we did not talk about. And I was that just about does, to say that, too. That does play relevance to why he shows up. So, if you recall, during the first episode, you know, the Straw Hat Pirates... You know, they beat up, you know, the entire base where Captain Morgan was. Yep. And they leave. Garp comes by, takes all the Marines saying, you're joining my crew. You're going to be, we are going to be tasked with hunting down those pirates. Fast forward to this episode, episode three. Kobe is tying knots on the ship. Helmeppo is being lazy. And Garp is like, who tied these knots? Oh, I did. Good on you. Have you spent some time on the sea? Come with me. Mm-hmm. And immediately Garp's just like, throws a rope at Helmeppo is just like get good kid basically just like get better Helmeppo's just he, he thinks everything is just gonna come to him he thinks that, exactly cause that's you know he had everything from his dad Captain yeah. Morgan he doesn't care no Garp He's, does not care how, how should I say he's a spoiled brat he is a spoiled brat. <laughs> and he thinks everything he like he thinks he's in charge he thinks he can rule over people uh, and before 
um, Kobe had corrected his uh, rope tying. He had like kicked somebody and they were like move and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, he's like telling people to move out of his way and whatever. It's like, dude, really? You're not. But he is like the, I think it's like the lead or something like that where um, uh, him and Kobe like switch roles in terms of like who they are in the ship. I, I, I forgot what it's called. Uh, oh, like head cadet or whatever. Yeah, head cadet. So or I don't like think that. either of them were head cadet, and we'll get into that in a second. But like, okay. Gart pulls him aside. He yeah. pulls Kobe to his, you know, his quarters, oh. and he asks him, "Do you play? What was the game?" I have they no idea what that game uh, is. Hold on. But it's more like a, a strategy game, where it shows, like, what you. It's just a strategy game, and I'm, I'm glad that he did show, Kobe. Because Kobe's kind of like hesitant in his actions, and I think Garp is trying to get him to get out of that habit of being hesitant and kind of just being decisive. So the game that they were playing yeah. is called Go. 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 Like okay. G O. Go. It's okay. a like apparently it's like an old British board game. I'm not too familiar with it. I've seen you know it show up in like TV shows, movies, and whatever where they're just playing. I've never learn the game it's a real game it, it's a real game oh okay. so it is like a strategy kind of game basically strategy probably up there with chess i don't know like mm-hmm. again i don't play chess too much i've never played this kind of a board game so yeah if i'm wrong and chess is more technical call me out i'm sorry i was wrong <laughs> all right but they were playing the game yeah and kobe is just always on the defensive in this game and garp's like you can't win if you're always going to play defensive nope so then, you know, he keeps playing, he keeps playing, he keeps playing. And he's kind of getting better at it, but we see that Garp just keeps beating him. At one point, Helmeppo comes in, and he's like, "There, we have an update. And he shows the pirate flag that Luffy drew at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> and he's like, look at this! And it's all like, it's like a, a four-year-old kind of drew. It's just yeah. like, okay. And he's like, where was that at? And he's like, the nearest island near here is the one that Luffy and them are at. Yeah. And he's like, we're going to set sail there. And he looks at Kobe and says, you're going to be in charge yep. to execute a plan and get these pirates. And that's why we see Kobe on the island at the end of the episode. Yeah. He is being tasked and he is being given a chance to capture these pirates. Yep. And this was not in the anime at all. Oh. So Kobe doesn't show up at all. During their time that Luffy, Zoro, and Nami are on the island with Usopp and doing their whole thing, Kobe and Helmeppo are being trained by Garp because they are weak. They are at, like, bottom of the barrel. So (laughs) I'm kind of surprised to see that they're doing this, but I think, if anything, obviously I'm going to say that the Straw Hats are going to escape, but I think that this is going to be the catalyst for Garp being like, you need some serious training, and I'm going to help you both get that training yeah kobe and helmeppo and that's where we'll see like the training arc like quotations training arc i don't think they're going to show it mm-hmm. but we'll see them vastly improve over uh the episodes uh or throughout the seasons that we get i think that's it unless there's a scene i'm missing there's one more scene that we didn't talk about the um, scene with buggy oh that's right yes the okay. fish man so do you have any idea who the fish man is? Yes. No. Okay. So I know great... there's fish people and one piece though. I have seen like clips of just, uh, <laughs> there's one scene where it was like a bunch of, um, pirates that were like fish people mm-hmm. and they kind of resemble like Jiraiya from Naruto, but I just kind of randomly came in my mind, but no, I have no idea. So 
at the beginning, so in the scenes that involve Buggy and the fish people, we yeah. did not talk about this. You are right. Uh, we see Buggy. He's like recovering his body parts from the chests and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and he's approached by one uh, by a fish man. He's like, you know, uh, Arlong wants to see you. And he's like, why does Arlong want to see me? I'm just nobody. And yeah. you know, he gets knocked out. Next time we see Buggy, he's in front of Arlong. Mm-hmm. And... You know, we see that Arlong has a bounty on his head of, I think it was about 15 million money. or something like that. It's a lot of money. <laughs> it's a whole lot of money. And he's just like, you know, you're disrespecting my name and my territory. You know, what are you doing? And Buggy goes on the defensive here. And he's like, no, I'm not out there, you know, putting your name in the mud or whatever. It's these straw hat pirates that are doing all this stuff and his name's luffy or whatever and he basically just like reflects the blame to luffy exactly and we don't see it too much but like in the short time we get to see arlong on screen Mm -hmm. very intimidating looking much like buggy looks more intimidating in the live action than i think the anime but i think that's because you know it's not as cartoonish as cartoonish looking uh which is great uh so he's threatening looking intimidating and he's just out for blood mm-hmm. and our long story is that he was he was in the grand line and he just came he come he came back yeah so now he's in the east blue and is claiming it as his territory and just trying to you know hold the stake in the east blue yeah. and i think he is one of if not the most threatening pirates in the east blue i could be wrong I don't recall every pirate off the top of my head. <laughs> it seems like it. I mean, if this is his ter- territory and he's um, going up to people that are in this area, it's kind of like, okay, he's the head honcho of the area that he's in right now. Oh, no, yeah. So we'll we'll see if uh, he's introduced more in the next episode, in episode four, but he does have an integral part mm. to the story. Okay. And they will run into him. I will tell you. I'm not going to tell you why or how, but they will run into Arlong and the Arlong pirates. Okay. And I'm just going to say it right now. Is one of the best. I hold it as one of the best parts in the anime because of a certain character. I'm not really going to say much else unless you want me to. And you can kind of predict what's going to happen. Only other character that, I mean, people know from the Straw Heads that hasn't been introduced yet is Sanji, but... It is not Sanji. I have no clue then. Oh, okay. uh, I think I might know. Go ahead and say it. Is it Chopper? No, no. Okay, so then, no. Chopper's not going to be introduced, I think, till next season. No. No, I know. <laughs> it would be a little weird if we got introduced to Chopper, I think, during this yeah. first season, because we're still kind of getting a bit accustomed to the crew, because they're not fully formed yet, Yeah, and they don't have all the members, and they're still in the phase of, we're not a crew, you know, so. I'm well, just excited to see how he's going to look, like Chopper's going to look, because it's, I mean, like the uh, visuals for things that aren't of the normal, mm-hmm. they look good, like the, uh, uh, Oolong, his name? The fish, the shark man? Arlong. Arlong, sorry. Um, Arlong seems like he's well put together in costume design and uh, the editing, like the CGI or whatever they use. It's just like, it looks good to me. It does, and I think that they nailed it with the costume department um, and just the looks and the atmosphere and just mm-hmm. looks across the board and every checkbox you could check. 
they've checked them and it it's great. Yeah. I think that is it. Yeah, we talked it. so we talked about the whole episode, our thoughts. We talked about Kobe and everything, Usopp and Kaya. Talked about the, the Kuro, straw the straw hat pirates, the Kuro or Kuro and the uh and his crew. Yeah. Um, don't think we're missing anything. No, I think that's it. All right. I think that is yeah. To so the cliffhangers. Yeah, the cliffhanger. Man, the cliffhangers, man. They hurt. Yeah, they hurt. Because you're just like, I want to watch the next episode. But, I mean, we could. We could. We could. But, I mean, I like to save it for when we review it. So, it's like fresh in my mind. And I have exactly. things I want to talk about. I know. Exactly. So, guys, thank you very much for listening. That was our thoughts on episode three. We're very excited to keep this going. We're almost halfway through the series. Sure. It's going to be a wild ride. So, we hope that you stick with us uh through all the spoilers and just everything and enjoy this series as much as we do so until next time i am sava and i'm trey and we'll see you on the next episode of the one piece review peace